0: Think about a time you helped out around the house or the apartment, wherever you call home. Did you set the table, make the bed, put away your books and toys? We're about to meet a boy who's not big on doing chores around the house until his house is turned upside down. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The Very Busy Fairies. Versions of this tale come from Ireland and Scotland in Northern Europe. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this folktale, including Parker Bates. You grown-ups might recognize Parker from This Is Us on NBC. So, Circle Round, everyone, for The Very Busy fairies. Not so long ago, in a town not so far away, a boy named Oliver lived with his mother. Like many children, maybe even
1: you, there were many things Oliver enjoyed.
0: For instance,
1: reading books about dinosaurs, and going to the amusement park, and Eating pizza. Lots and lots of pizza.
0: But also, like many children, maybe even you, there were things Oliver did not enjoy. For instance, going to bed early.
1: And wearing itchy wool socks. And most of all, doing chores. I do not enjoy doing chores. One morning... After a big pancake
0: breakfast around the kitchen table, Mom told Oliver she had an important meeting in town. Sorry to rush out of here like this, kiddo. But listen, can you be a dear and wash the breakfast dishes while I'm gone? And do the laundry? And vacuum the floor? Finish all those chores before I get home and I'll take you out for pizza tonight. Your favorite. What do you say? Well, you know how Oliver felt about chores, but you also know how he felt about pizza. So he promised he'd finish his chores before Mom got back. As the car started up and drove away, Oliver cast his eyes on the kitchen sink. It was piled high with
1: dirty, sticky plates, bowls, pots, and pans. My goodness! How can one pancake breakfast make such a big mess? Ugh! Washing dishes is the worst. The worst!
0: The moment Oliver uttered those words, he heard a knock at the door.
1: Is Mom back already? Did she forget her key? As Oliver ran to the
0: door and turned the knock, who should come barreling into the house but a fairy? Washing dishes is the worst, you say? Then
1: I'll take over. Heat and make way.
0: Oliver gasped as the tiny sprite zipped above his head Whoa! and swooped over to the kitchen sink. In an instant, dishes were banging and clattering as the magical creature set to scouring and scrubbing the plates, bowls, pots, and pans.
1: Oh my gosh! Is this really happening? Is that fairy really washing the dishes for me? It's like a dream come true! But
0: then Oliver's glance fell on the washing machine. Beside it was the laundry basket, piled high with dirty shirts, wrinkled pants, and sweaty socks.
1: Oh, man. The laundry. I almost forgot. And I thought washing dishes was the worst. No way. Doing laundry is the worst. The worst!
0: Well, the minute Oliver spoke those words, do you know what happened? He heard another knock at the door. And who should come speeding into the house when Oliver turned the knob but one more fairy? Doing laundry is the worst, you say? Ah, then I'll take over, heed, and make way. Before Oliver knew what was happening, the second fairy whooshed past him. Yow! And flitted over to the washing machine. The fairy tossed a bundle of clothing into the washer, then cranked the machine on till it was whirring and churning, thumping and bumping. Meanwhile, the first fairy was still banging and clattering at the kitchen sink, scouring and scrubbing, scouring and scrubbing.
1: Whoa! This is incredible! So much for having to do the laundry, I guess. And for washing those breakfast dishes.
0: But then Oliver remembered the third chore Mom asked him to do. Hanging his head, he trudged to the closet and pulled out the vacuum cleaner.
1: You know what? I take everything back. Washing dishes isn't the worst. Doing laundry isn't the worst. Vacuuming the floor is the worst. The worst.
0: Well, the second Oliver said those words, I'll bet you can guess what happened, right? Yep. He heard yet another knock at the door. And one more fairy came streaking inside. Vacuuming the floor is the worst, you say? Then I'll take over.
1: Feed and make
0: next thing oliver knew the third fairy dove toward him yikes and seized the vacuum cleaner from his hand the fairy then flicked the machine on and began zooming and rooming it all over the house meanwhile the second fairy was still whirring and churning thumping and bumping at the washing machine and the first fairy was still banging and clattering at the sink scouring and scrubbing, scouring and scrubbing.
1: This is awesome. If these fairies keep going, my chores will totally be done by the time Mom gets home, and that pizza will be mine.
0: Grinning from ear to ear, Oliver plopped down on the couch and propped his feet up on the coffee table.
1: Well, I guess now I can just sit back, relax, and... What? This time.
0: Oliver didn't have a chance to even turn the knob on the door. Instead, the door flung wide open. And can you guess who came flying inside? Well, I'll give you a hint. It wasn't one more fairy. We'll find out who did come into Oliver's house after a quick break. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today our story is called The Very Busy Fairies. When we left off, just as Oliver was complaining about having to wash dishes, do the laundry, and vacuum the floor before his mom came home, a trio of fairies came knocking at the door and told him they would take over. Just when Oliver thought he could sit back and let the fairies do all of his work for him, the door flung wide open, and who should come flocking into the house but dozens... Yikes! ...and dozens... Yowza! ...and dozens... Seriously? ...of fairies! Before long, hundreds of the tiny creatures were buzzing and humming all over Oliver's house. Some of the fairies were splashing in the kitchen sink, but they weren't washing the dishes. Instead, they were floating through the air on soap bubbles and tossing the plates, bowls, pots, and pans back and forth, back and forth, like a juggling act gone wild. Other fairies were dancing around the washing machine, but they weren't doing the laundry. Instead, they were tossing up clothing like confetti, and banging the washer's lid open and shut, open and shut, as the barrel whirred and churned, thumped and bumped. Still other fairies were clustered by the vacuum cleaner, but they weren't vacuuming the floors. Instead, they were riding the machine like a race car, careening around corners and knocking into walls. Oliver ducked under the coffee table and covered his
1: ears. Oh my goodness. When the fairies said they were going to take over... I had no idea this is what they meant. I have to get them out of here before Mom comes home.
0: Oliver thought for a moment, which was no small feat, given that he could hardly hear himself think. But then he got an idea. Sticking his arm out from the coffee table, he reached up on top of the table and rummaged around all the books, magazines, and remote controls until he found the phone. With sweating palms and trembling fingers, he dialed a very familiar number. And, much to his relief, he heard a very familiar
1: voice. Hello? Gramps, it's me, Oliver. Gramps
0: was Oliver's grandfather. He was the wisest person Oliver knew. Not only that, the Gramps told the best bedtime stories, often about magical creatures, like fairies.
1: Well, hello, Oliver. Thank you for calling. Say, what's all that racket I'm hearing behind you?
0: So Oliver told Gramps everything. How he had complained about his chores, and how a whole mess of fairies barged in, took over, then turned the house all topsy-turvy.
1: Well, well, well. You've gotten yourself into quite a muddle, haven't you, my boy? (laughs) Oh, but don't you worry. You've called the right person. Now look, uh, I know fairies, and if there's one thing those mischievous little pixies adore, one thing they can't get enough of, it's a good old mess.
0: Oliver flashed his eyes at the chaos around him.
1: Ugh! Don't I know it. But, my boy, if there's one thing those fairies detest, one thing that makes them run away screaming, it's order, tidiness, everything all nice and neat. Now, once something's all cleaned up, those very busy fairies have nothing to get busy with. So, here's what I want you to do.
0: Oliver listened as carefully as he could as Gramps laid out each step of his plan. After they said goodbye, Oliver closed his eyes and took a deep breath. Okay, here goes nothing. Crawling on all fours, he crept across the floor and snuck out of the house. When he got to the front stoop, he reached up and rang the doorbell. While calling out the words, Gramps had instructed him to say,
1: Fairies, fairies! Is the fairy mound on fire? Is the fairy mound on fire? And just like that,
0: do you know what happened? Every single fairy dropped what they were doing, hurried out of the house, and whizzed off down the road. Why? Well, you see... Gramps knew that the Fairy Mound was the magical hill where the fairies made their home. And if they believed their home might be in trouble, they would hurry back as fast as possible. But Gramps also warned Oliver that once the fairies got to the Fairy Mound and realized all was well, they would come scurrying back to make more mischief at Oliver's house. Which is exactly what they did. Or tried to do, anyway. Because this time...
1: Come on in,
0: folks! Oliver was prepared. And when the very busy fairies came bustling through the door, they didn't get busy at all. Because, just as Gramps had predicted, they had nothing to busy themselves with. You see, the moment the fairies rushed back to the fairy mound, Oliver had rushed to the kitchen sink, where he scoured and scrubbed, scoured and scrubbed, until every last pot, pan, plate, and bowl gleamed. Next, he had sprinted to the washing machine, which whirred and churned, thumped and bumped as Oliver washed every last shirt and sock till they smelled fresh as a daisy. Finally, he had grabbed the vacuum cleaner and zoomed and roomed it all over the house until every last inch of the floor was spotless. So, by the time the fairies returned, Oliver's house was anything but topsy-turvy. Instead, as the fairies immediately realized, It's
1: orderly! tidy, Nice and neat! We can't take over! Our job's complete!
0: Then the tiny pixies spun around and flew away. Perhaps they went back to the fairy mound. Or perhaps they knocked on the doors of other children who were complaining about doing their chores. Now it's your turn. What's one thing you can do this week to help keep your home nice and neat? Maybe you can dry the dishes after a grown-up washes them put your dirty laundry in the hamper or clean up your puzzles, books, and toys. Figure out one thing you can do, then go and do it. Something tells me the grown-ups in your life will be truly grateful and proud. This week's story, The Very Busy Fairies, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Circle Round's executive producer, Catherine Brewer. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. If you like Eric's music, you'll love the music of Circle Round Volume 1, our soundtrack from our first season. To get your copy, visit our website, wbur.org slash Circle Round, and click on Soundtrack and Coloring Pages. While you're there, you can find a bunch of black-and-white illustrations by Circle Round's artist, Sabina Hahn. She's created a picture for each and every Circle Round story, and you can color them in while you listen, or anytime. Special thanks to this week's actors, L. Borders, Amy Brentano, Chris Tucci, and Parker Bates. Grown-ups, check out Parker in This Is Us on NBC. And watch for his new movie, Magic Max. Our featured instrument this week was the Jazz Trap Kit, the compact drum set that defines jazz music. You can read more about it and see a picture by visiting our website. Again, that's WBUR.org slash Circle Round. Never want to miss an episode of Circle Round? Ask a grown-up to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. And please, leave us some stars, write us a review, or just tell your friends about the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. Hi, my name
1: is Lise. I live in Massachusetts. And my favorite story is a loop player. Hi, my name is Oscar. I'm from Dublin, Ireland, and my favorite story is The Friendship Orchard. I like the Parsh. When the birds are planting the orchard. Did someone
0: mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single circle round story on our website. That's wbr.org slash circle round. Or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.